This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Dan, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of David and Scott versus Benchwarmer Eric Ede and returning player Mike Corey. Welcome back to the bench, Mike. Why don't you uh, take a minute and remind us of where you're from and the teams you root for and uh, anything else you want to share or any anything like your favorite uh, soup? I don't know. Whatever. Ooh. Well, uh, hey guys, thanks for having me. Uh, it's good to be back. I think this is my fifth time, so I'm officially a five timer. Um, honored, honored to be to be in the club. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here in cold Buffalo. Um, you know, local uh, Bills, Sabres fan, uh, general sports fan, uh, becoming a basketball NFT collector, but that's a whole another story. <laughs> and uh, favorite soup? I'm gonna go French onion. It's a solid pick. Can we have a soup draft? Um, yes. Yes, we can. I'm just <laughs> going right, to go ahead good. and say that. We can. Um, Eric, how's it going? Let us know your team name. I'm exhausted as I always am. Um, but Mike was on, so I had to be on because it's always fun hanging out. Um, and so what we're going to do today is we're going to reminisce a little bit and our team name because I was part of this team. And I think I, we can finally let Mike become part of it. Um, we're the Circuit City pickup basketball team. Yes. Yeah, I forgot to mention, used to work with Eric at Circuit City. Big box retailer. Sorry. Big box retailer. We sold plasma yeah. screen TVs back when they were $15,000 and no one bought them. I'm pretty sure you don't have to worry about naming a naming a company that's been defunct for 10 years. You're no, they're, right. they're back. They're back. Oh, they're back doing what? I don't know. Somebody bought the name and opened a website. Uh, so if you if okay. you go to circuitcity.com, it's a thing. Do they have a pickup basketball team? <laughs> Uh, we we can start it again. I mean, I'm okay with that. You don't want to say their name for free either. Make them pay for that, that sponsorship. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just I'm on it right now. CircuitCity.com. Um, hit us up, pay us some money because I just gave you free plugs to 80 people. David Scott, how are you doing tonight? I'll let you pick which uh, which one of you is going to be doing which. Uh, I'll go first since David has our lovely team name. Um, I'm good. I, I'm I'm excited. I was a a last second call in here. Filling in for for Mr. Doherty, uh, who we wish a speedy recovery from whatever's going on with him. I don't know if it's, well, it's his neck and his back. We've already um, learned this. I, well, I, think oh. I think there's two other body parts too of his that are that are his, hurting um, right now, but we his, won't say. Never mind. Yeah, I, I feel like this has something to do with Aaron Rodgers. But anyways, I'm excited to be here for two reasons. I haven't played a Dan hosted game since June, so there's that. Um, last time I played a Dan hosted game, I was pretty close to Mike and Eric and in distance and now I'm not. So it's been a while. And then also uh, Mike's here and I like hanging out with Mike because I get to talk about what I used to call plug palace, but now apparently we're allowed to say it. So um, circuit city. So that's always fun. So uh, yeah, I'll throw it over to David for our team name and he'll probably tell you some anecdote. That's not funny with a dad joke. Ooh, ouch. This is the way to set up your teammate for, for failure right out of the gate. Well, it's a Dan game. I don't, I don't typically fare well in those. That's all right. We'll, we'll be all right. So uh, this is actually my first time playing a Dan game because I came onto the bench right when Dan rolled off. So now that Dan is officially coming back and hosting his first game, full game as a uh, coming back to the bench, I, I'm waiting for my uh, my walking papers. So um, but 
super glad to be here. Super glad to be playing Dan's game. And uh, some of us have been, some of us on the bench have started a side chat around pro wrestling and telling jokes about pro wrestling and telling stories and personal stories and, and all of that. And because, so we don't bother the rest of the non-believers. And uh, so Scott and I were negotiating team names beforehand. And I know that Scott's a big edge fan. So I decided that tonight we should be edge and not Christian. You can decide who is who. I see what you did there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. They're brothers, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> David and Scott? As are Scott and I, right, exactly. Oh, I mean, yeah. we're birthday brothers. Yeah, I, birthday that's brothers, right? right? We're, that's we're right. also Eskimo brothers, but we won't go any further. All right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so I'm, like, beside myself right now, like, not in a good way, because my, my technology has just been terrible tonight. I'm, I'm on a, a laptop instead of my computer, and... Um, so because of that, we're going to have a lot of things going on that's going to be a little bit different tonight. Like my sound is different right now, I'm sure. Um, David's actually going to be keeping track of score because I have way too much going on on this little small laptop screen of mine. And um, I haven't hosted in a while, so it's, it's, it's been a while. So what we're going to do is we're going to kick it on over to um, future Dan, who has the technology for the rules. We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see your today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right? Let's get this game underway. Wow, that was a clean read of those rules, which is not anything that I would have been able to do tonight. So uh, good job, Dan. I'm assuming you all agree. No, I, I could. I, my mom always told me, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. He sounded <laughs> not frustrated and flustered. He sounded like things were going well on his end. So that, that's good. As, as opposed to trying to communicate with cups and string, which is what it sounds like Dan's doing tonight. Yeah. It, it, it might actually sound that way. I, mean, I don't know. We'll have to listen to this in post and see what it sounds like. But I'm not on my regular mic tonight. So anyway, it's time for the coin flip. It's a 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. And since, Mike, you are our uh, visitor tonight, your guest, you and Eric will be getting the question. And... Welcome back, Dan, as a host. I'd like you to tell me of Judd Trump and Ronnie O'Sullivan, who has gone the longest since winning a World Snooker Championship. I'm back, baby. Oh, I hate this. Um, Hopefully he's burning a snooker question early. I'm like, whatever. I, I don't, it's not even worth. No, it's not worth even talking about. Uh, um, a or B? A. Great. Who's A? Trump? Trump let's, was let's A? Let's go Trump. Yeah. Trump. Yeah. Go like Judge Trump. Okay. I'm, we're obviously huge Trump fans here. Judge Trump, I mean. Ju- yes. Um, keep Snooker great again. Or make it great <laughs> once. I don't know. Make it great. There's no again. Just make it great. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, so you said Judge Trump for your answer. Well, uh, Judge Trump did win the World Snooker Championship in 2019. Uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan last won it in 2020. So the correct answer is Judd Trump. Great job. 
All right. Well, after the uh, coin flip, it is a uh, score of Circuit City pickup basketball team has 10 points and Edge, not a Christian or the Christian or Christian or however you're going to say that. You have no points yet because you haven't actually had a question yet. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. And today's first quarter will be Sporting Haikus. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be four questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 25 points. All right, our first Sporting Haiku this evening will be from Kiwi to Pitt, played with Durant and Westbrook, former Pelican. Uh, we will check in. All right. Edge, not Christian. You have checked in. So Circuit City, pick a basketball team. Go ahead and talk it out. Yeah, did you see what I sent you there? Yeah, no, I'm just, uh, he played for the Pelicans last year, right? Big, the big, Oh, you know what? His nickname is like something Kiwi too. So yeah. Yeah, he's a New Zealander, right? Yeah, um, so it's Stephen Adams, right? We're good with that. I'm good. Yep, Stephen Adams checking in. And um, Edge, not Christian. What'd you say? Yeah, we had the same thing. Stephen Adams, only New Zealand player that I could think of off the top of my head, and of, of course he went to Pitt. So the rest of it just fell into place. All right, question number two: America's team won Olympic gold medal and a Super Bowl. Yeah, we're gonna check in. All right, Edge, not Christians, checked in. Circuit City, talk it out. Um, I don't think there's much. I mean, America's team's Dallas, so that's Bob Hayes. Gold medal is Bob Hayes and won a Super Bowl, Bob Hayes. Yep. So your answer is? Bullet Bob Hayes. And um, Edge and Christian, what would you say? It's Edge and not Christian, yes. Uh, so, yes, we came to the same conclusion. Bullet Bob Hayes. Both teams getting their points. That is the correct answer. Bullet Bob Hayes. So, so far, the missing link is very, very white names. <laughs> All right. Question number three. Oh, four Nextel Cup. Famous driver family. All around dill hole. Oh, can uh, you use that as, in a sentence? I don't know exactly what a dill hole is. He, just, he did use it in a sentence. I did just use it in a, in a haiku. Well, in a haiku, yeah. What more could you ask for? And that's a matter of fact, too. That's not opinion. He is an all-around dill hole. All right, we'll check in. All right, uh, Circuit City pickup basketball team has checked in. Edge and not Christian can go ahead and talk it out. Yeah, I think it's going off the driver family, and you, you name Bush, and I think 04, the time frame works best for them. I don't know which one is dill hole. They might both be dill holes. I, I'm also not 100% clear on what dill hole is. So I'm not factoring that in, but I, I'd be fine just going with, with Bush. That's fine with me. Let's check that in. Let's do that. Sounds good. All right. And uh, Circuit City, what'd you say? 
Mike sent Petty and Wallace. I just knew some for some reason Bush came in my head because I thought someone said he was a. I, I'm not going to even pick a word here because a douche came to mind. You can Dill, Dill Hole. Dill Hole is that? Or I, sure. Um, you said you heard you heard one of the bushes was an ass. Yes, that's what I said. A bush was an ass. So yeah, we just went with Bush. All right. Either one of you want to take a shot. I'll give you the points, but uh, you want to take a shot at uh, which one is the bigger Dill Hole? They both kind of are, but. One is definitely bigger. I only know one of their. Was it Kurt? What's the other's name? Kyle. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna say Kurt. Yeah, it was Kurt. Kurt won the 04 Nextel Cup. Moving on to question number four in sporting haikus. 94 eighth place, eluded to by Weird Al, broke a skate lace. Oh. 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 Yep. Check in. Yep. Circuit City's checked in. Edge, not a Christian. What do you say? Well, so 1994 is the Winter Olympics of the of the Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the lace sounds vaguely familiar. I think that was Tanya Harding. She could have finished in eighth because because Kerrigan didn't gold, but she did medal. I Correct. think I remember that. I asked a question about it in the I, I looked it up and I remember Kerrigan medaled for sure. So then this has to be Tanya Harding. I'm good with that. Yep. All right. We'll check it in. All right. Circuit City. What did you say? Um, so once there was this girl, um, she swore that one day she would be a, a figure skating champion. Um, and when she finally made it, she saw some other girl was better. Um, and she hired someone to clever in the kneecap. So it was, uh, Tanya Harding. <laughs> Points all around. It is Tanya Harding and uh, headline news by Weird Al is one of my favorite Weird Al songs. It's so good. And after the first quarter, we have a score of Circuit City pickup basketball team has 110 and Edge and Not Christian, 100. Today's second quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said... What all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. Question number one, pre and post game. He was the 2011 number eight NFL draft pick who is considered to be a big bust after retiring three years into his injury-riddled career and knocked a future NBA champion coach the F out in a 1977 game. That's it. All right. We'll check in. Edge not Christian has checked in and uh, circuit city. You can talk this out or it sounds like you already have it though. Uh, Yeah. I, I, I started from, what do you guys say from the back to front or whatever? So he was trying um, to get a UTI, but we figured it out. Yeah. I knew somebody punched Phil Jackson and it was, I was like, wait, was it Walt Frazier or Kermit Washington? And uh, Eric uh, messaged over to me, Jake Locker, which is absolutely right. Cause I was actually at the 2011 draft at radio city and um, yeah, Jake Locker was number eight. So we're going with Jake Locker, Mitt Washington. All right. And edge, not Christian. What did you say? Yeah. So uh, we both sort of, Exchange messages really fast here that it was Kermit Washington that uh, knocked out. Actually, it was Rudy Tomjanovich, completely shattered his face. Um, oh, 
and nice. but no that wasn't that wasn't part of the question so you're good and uh yeah so then we went uh we went back to front and we uh came up with uh jake locker Midwood, sorry jake locker bit washington sorry there's there's there. not enough antibiotics for all this back to front all right both teams getting points on that one it was jake lock kermit washington and yes kermit washington just destroyed rudy tomjanovich with that punch i mean it's just one punch um he would not have done that to phil jackson phil jackson would have had to take, take thing, it right? he would have taken umbrage with that especially yeah. in the 70s phil was yeah. yeah yeah he was too cool you couldn't you couldn't hit yeah. him, phil that facial hair on on yeah. on point Question number two, his Legion of Doom defense helped his team to the Super Bowl 38 title and was the SEC Freshman of the Year in 1998 before having a ho-hum career for the Cowboys and Jets. I got it, David. Okay. If you trust me, we can check in. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. We're checked in. No. Yeah, that's the first one. Yeah, I, he, I know that, but he, he said 38, yeah. but I'm just trying to make sure he didn't mean 38. He didn't. He meant Okay, okay. I he definitely was... must have meant 48. <laughs> Dan, you did no, mean 48, it's, it's... right? Um yeah, let me reread let me reread it. It's it's okay. I, I messed up with the uh yeah. actually I have I have 27 written here and it actually That's all kinds of broken. <laughs> just keeps going backwards. Let me let me make sure I get everything right on this. Okay, hold on. Jeez, this is ridiculous. His Legion of Boom defense helped his team to the Super Bowl Forty Eight title and was the SEC Freshman of the Year in nineteen ninety eight before having a ho hum career for the Cowboys and Jets. And uh, Circuit City, you can talk it out. Okay, so. Uh, Eric, with the Legion of Boom defense, are we talking about the coach or as in his defense? Like, uh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Or are you going to go like Richard Sherman or um, the D, D uh, coordinator? Um, uh, yeah, Dan the guy Quinn. who went to Jacksonville or because no, they, Dan Quinn. Oh, right, because two head coaches in a row got, got hired from, from the Legion of Boom, right? It's Quinn and then the guy that went to Jacksonville. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so Quinn, Doug Peterson. He's talking about no Gus no. Bradley. I think he's talking about Gus Bradley. Thank you. Okay, so it's Dan Quincy Carter. Was he in the Jets? He played for the Jets for a second. Okay, well that's perfect. Yeah, that works. All right, we're gonna check in with Dan Quincy Carter. All right, and Edge not Christian. What did you say? Yeah, much like a smart decision he made, um, like Edge did. I went solo on this one and led to great success here. Um, didn't really need David's assistance on this one because, yeah, this was immediately Dan Quincy Carter. So that's what we checked in with as well. All right. Both teams getting their points. Question, correct answer is Dan Quincy Carter. Although I don't know how we have – no one's done Richard Sherman Douglas yet. Let's write that one down. I was thinking that too when he said that. Like, Sherman <laughs> Douglas? Right. Did we go to Sherman <laughs> Douglas? When Mike was like Richard Sherman, I was like, Sherman Douglas? Good for you, Dan Sherman Douglas. <laughs> Good for it. All right, question number three. He was selected number 12 overall in the 2014 NBA draft, never playing for the team that drafted him, as well as missing the entire 2021 NBA Finals due to injury, and won an NBA championship in 2016, an Olympic bronze medal in 2004, 
and spent time with the Nets, Bucks, Spurs, Warriors, Jazz, Mavericks, Celtics, and Nuggets between 2001 and 2018. All right, we're going to check in. All right, Circuit City pickup basketball team has checked in. So, Edge, not Christian, you can go ahead and start or go ahead and talk it out or start. Well, we're, we're throwing around a lot of names for both halves so far. Yeah, someone that missed the someone that missed the finals last year. One name that occurred to me, and I'm trying to remember who drafted him originally. You, you mentioned you, you mentioned Dario Saric, Saric, who definitely was it was on the Suns last year, and it's very likely that he missed the series. He probably wouldn't have played anyway, <laughs> but it's likely that he could have missed the series for injury. 2014 sounds right. 12, I thought was late. I thought he was earlier than that, but. So if it, if it is, if it is Dario Saric, and then we were, we were kicking around Richard Jefferson as a possibility. 2004 Olympics was a year that mm-hmm. I was about to say we, but the U S was a, was bronze. Yeah. So that would make sense. So it's somebody who's from the U.S. But what... I guess I just don't remember him playing for all those teams. I, I remember him, obviously Nets. I thought he played for the Cavs, though. Right. And See, the Cavs is... aren't on that list. So he doesn't say he, this. is OK, now this is kind of a picky point. It does say spent time with. You're right. He doesn't say that he only played for those teams either. Right. I didn't realize he played for that many teams. Well, he played for the Nets for a long time. Well, I mean, it was Nets for like. Around seven or eight years i think right but bear in mind he played from 2001 to what does it say 2001 to 2008 i mean he played a long time so he could have yeah. bounced around and a 2001 lot. is is the right time frame for richard jefferson that is when he came into the league it makes sense so i'm i'm good with that full, because i don't full, think we have anything else to fit full disclosure because and if this changes your answer eric and michael mike um let me know but celtics is a typo is that supposed to be Cavs? It's supposed to be Cavs, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, all right. Okay, so there it's Richard Jefferson then. Okay. Okay. Right. So we are going to check in uh, with Dario Saric, sure Jefferson. All right. And uh, Circuit City, what did you say? Uh, Dario Saric was drafted, I believe, by the Magic. Didn't play there. Um, <laughs> I think just like that's... just like Fran Vasquez was drafted by the right. Magic, eleventh overall. Good for him, I guess, because you know. Nobody wants to play there. Um, and then all those teams just was such a cluster. I just immediately went to the 04 Olympic team that was trash and landed on Richard Jefferson. So Dario Sarah Richard Jefferson is our answer. And again, both teams getting points. Correct answer is Dario saw Richard Jefferson. And yeah, I'm sorry about that. I had a, uh, I had a typo when I tried to type Cavs. Apparently I typed Celtics. That's a that's a common thing. I was gonna say it happens all the time. Yeah, Most just, people do that. You, there's no reason anybody should type. Cam. Remember that number one two that lost of Virginia Celtics. <laughs> I don't know how many Celtics there are in Virginia. At least how many Celts at least. <laughs> many in the mountains, I bet. Yeah, probably. Question number four in pre and post game. He's a current NBA coach, currently ruining his third team in twelve years. Editorial comments are mine. And was a journeyman outfielder who played for nine teams in 16 years and made what might be the greatest catch in MLB history when he climbed the fence at Fulton County Stadium to rob Andy Van Slyke of a home run in July of 1992. Yep, that's it. We, uh, we're checked in. Edge, not a Christian, has checked in. Uh, Circuit City, go ahead and talk it out. Fulton County Stadiums in it, or was in Atlanta? 
I don't think it's there anymore. Um, uh, journeyman outfielder. Played for nine teams in 16 years. I think that makes him a journeyman. So is Richard Jefferson, unfortunately. Yeah. Played for the Celtics, if I remember correctly. <laughs> How many Braves outfielders can you name from the 90s? Lofton. I don't think he would be considered a journeyman, would you? I don't think so either. He played for like 11 teams. Yeah, I think he played for like... It's not that many, but it's like seven or eight. He but played how many for at the many end? teams. Yeah, he, but two, two were like... Two for, for most of runs. his career. Yeah. 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 Um, Him and Omar Vizquel share White Sox, Giants, <laughs> Cleveland. Uh, I, I think Kenny Lofton played for like 15 teams, by the way. I mean, it's a lot. I did a... I did a, a not a Dean's so list, a pick and roll on the Kenny Lofton team. So I remember that. It's actually 10. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess he's the answer. I, no, I don't know. Um, who else was there? I, uh, what about somebody like Otis Nixon? Otis could work, right? Oh, that's a good name. Um, oh, well, my first uh, thing I sent to you when uh, for the basketball coach, I was thinking Tom Thibodeau. 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 Oh. He is ruining another team. He is, I, but but then I thought, well, you know, maybe Dan was uh, upset because it's the T Wolves coach, so I started going that way. I couldn't figure out who that was, but um, you said Finch. I don't know. I think Tibbetts Maybe it's ugly, but it, it gets there. You see, notice Nixon. He is ugly. <laughs> Fourth team and how how many teams and how many years? His third team in twelve years. Let's go. Let's go with it. I don't think we're gonna get something better than that. that yeah, that's as good as I'm getting. So you want to say it? Or you want me to sound stupid? Tom Tibidodis Nixon. Okay, and Edge versus Christian. Edge versus Christian. <laughs> that, that, I that mean, works too. Unforgiven, two thousand one. Yeah, they had a really good match. <laughs> what, what did you say? Um. Dan, you edit this, so make sure you put it in the backup truck there. Beep, beep, beep. We also said Tom Thibodeau's Nixon. Kenny Lofton played for the Astros, the Indians, the Braves, back to the Indians, the White Sox, the Giants, the Pirates, the Cubs, the Yankees, the Phillies, the Dodgers, the Rangers, Rangers. back to the Indians. Yeah, I stand I by my, teams. I stand by my, uh, yeah, the Rangers and the Indians he was on. That's all I heard. Braves for a minute, so three teams, three teams. <laughs> And the correct answer is Tom Thibodeau's Nixon. Um, yes, former Timberwolves coach who ruined the Timberwolves. So there's there's that. Ah, uh, that would make sense. I was going like, why is he so upset? Okay, that's- yeah, that's <laughs> why when I when I thought Thibodeau, I was like, okay, yeah. After the second quarter, we have the Circuit City pickup basketball team with 210, and Edge and not Christian at 200, and that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. Question number one in Halftime. In the 2015 Will Smith joint concussion, which actor played Roger Goodell? Of the acting talent in his family, they probably made the right choice in casting him. Why am I blanking on um, him? I just sent you the name. Yes, 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 yes. That's who it is. Yes, yes. We can check in. 
Edge Not Christian has checked in and uh, Circuit City pickup basketball team. You can talk this one out. What have you have you seen this movie? I have not. It's his I can favorite see baseball movie. I can see his stupid <laughs> face. Why why can't I come up with his name? Is it Owen Wilson? No, it's Luke Wilson. Wilson. Oh my god, it's Luke Wilson. Is it really a Wilson brother? Oh my god, yes. I just figured it's the one with the lighter hair. The darker. It's not. It's Luke, you're saying? Luke. Yes. All right. Holy crap. I'm like, I'm staring at his face and I'm like, what is his stupid name? All right. Luke Wilson. You guys both from the same hometown, Jamestown? You and Roger Goodell? (laughs) I'm not. I've been to Jamestown once and it was terrible. I've, I've never been to Virginia. I've been to Jamestown, North Dakota, spent Thanksgiving there once in a hotel room. It was wonderful. Anyway, Edge and Christian, Edge, not Christian. What did you say? Uh, yeah, I'm glad that David knew this because I had no idea and I couldn't get Crispin Glover's face out of my head. Um, <laughs> as, as one doesn't able, as one isn't able to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then David said, it's a Wilson, not Owen. So I only know of Luke. If there's another one. If, if, is Patrick Wilson related to those guys? Because I hope not, because that makes the acting talent even worse in that family. But uh, yeah, we checked in with Luke Wilson as well. Pretty sure Russell's related to them as well. Oh, or Mookie. Mookie, I think. Tom, Tom Wilson for the Capitals. Anyway, yes, both teams getting points on this one. The correct answer is Luke Wilson, not Owen Wilson. That would not have been a good choice to play Roger Goodell. I mean, is there a good choice to play Roger Goodell? Yeah, Roger Goodell. I don't know. I I feel like he would have overacted. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Go ahead. David, go ahead. What? No, I was not going to say how hard is it to play Roger Goodell. You walk out on stage, everyone boos you. It's not really that hard. I mean, and then you make day. a stupid face. Yeah, I guess. That's right. That's right. Question number two. Married with Children's Al Bundy very famously attended which high school where he once scored four touchdowns in one game to propel his team to the 1966 championship? We can check in. So uh, Circuit City pickup basketball team has checked in. Edge, not a Christian. Talk it out. You know, the funny thing is, I think I only know this because because I feel I, like this has come up on the I, I was just going to say, I think we had something very similar to this in the past, but I don't retain the ones that I don't care about. So I don't retain many of the questions. No, but it's a, it's a, it's a president. Uh, but okay. It's not, a, it's not a common president. Okay. Wait, wait. Not a common president. Not a common president. James Garfield. Well, that would be, that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. I mean, I'm saying it's not Jefferson. It's not Washington. It's not Lincoln. Polk. It's not Roosevelt. Polk. 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 That's it. It's Polk. It's Polk. No way. <laughs> yes, I think it, I really think it's wow. Polk High School. I really think it's Polk High School. Okay. It's not common. Good job. We'll check in with Com- Polk High School. C- common would make a great president, though. Lonnie Lynn? Yeah. All right. And uh, Circuit City, what did you say? It's Polk High. Both teams getting points again. It is Polk High School. Question number three in Talladega Nights. The ballad of ricky bobby our title character leaves nascar after a horrific crash ricky is later convinced to get back behind the wheel by his former assistant susan who is played by which golden globe winning actress oh 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 um we can check in mike okay circuit city has checked in edge not a christian you can talk it out David, how familiar are you with your Golden Globe Award winners? If you need somebody, 
I mean, why do you have an actress in mind? No, I don't at all. And I, the Golden Globes are probably the least of the awards that I, I know winners of, right? Like, what did Susan Lucci win that one time? No, 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 no. First of all, that was a, that was an Emmy, and I think you're getting thrown by Susan. And it took her, and it took her like that was only a big deal because she had lost yes. these straight times or something. Yeah. Right? And it was a daytime Emmy. Daytime. I mean, come on, yeah. even worse. I'm trying to. I'm wait. I'm watching the whole movie in my head because I'm trying to figure out what actor. That's oh. fast. Wow. Wait, um, a- Amy Adams. I think sure. Amy, Amy Adams could have won a. Uh, she must have won a Golden Globe, and she was in it, right? Or my, that sounds I... good to me. I, I have right. nothing on this because that was that's pre Will Ferrell fandom for me. I have two halves. It's it's pre and post Step Brothers, basically. So that's pre for me. Ah, funny. That's well, a good. That's a good round. We should do that. Pre and post Step Brothers. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I guess we will check in with Amy Adams. All right, and uh, Circuit City, what did you say? Uh, she appeared on three episodes of The Office, um, and it's Amy Adams. Both teams, again, getting their points. Correct answer is Amy Adams, who won Golden Globes for uh, the movie Big Eyes and for American Hustle. I'm going to write an adult film called Big Thighs. Nice. I think you're going to say you're going to it's, 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 watch it's, Golden Globes. Cold is Takeo Spikes the star of it? <laughs> He's the dad. God. <laughs> After halftime, we have a score of Circuit City 285 and Edge and I Christian. Actually, that's an exclamation point, Christian, at 275. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Missing Link. Today's third quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. David, don't get so excited. You haven't played a Dan game. <laughs> Fair enough. Gonna be. These are these are uncommon presidents, actually. So you might have a this is a this a is a Dan this is a Dan joint. Yes, we got to be careful. All right, so I'm gonna say right away, I am being very picky on the missing link on this one you need to get it specific okay types of noodles no we're not guessing already all right question one on the missing link in 2003 he became the first black player to be inducted into the hockey hall of fame in toronto how have they not checked in yet because he's stalling but i 
Eric had this one. I said 2003. <laughs> we said first black, and I was like, oh, this has to be hockey. <laughs> 2003. Um, sorry, I think I might have stumbled on the game's theme. Shh. Why would you even? Oh, there's a. I, I... Oh. Or is there? There is. Um, I do too, David. I was just going to type that. You know what it is, Mike? Okay. I don't. Do you? Yeah. I mean, we could check in if you want. I just wasn't sure if you wanted to. No, that's all. Go ahead. You should. You should know. I probably. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. We're going to check in. Circuit City pickup basketball team has finally checked in. Edge and not a Christian. You can talk it out. We're pretty sure it's Grant Fewer. Yeah. Um, so you all right with checking that in? Yeah, that's the only name I could think of. Okay, so, yes, right. I am okay with that. We'll check that in. All right, Circuit City pickup basketball team, what did you say? We said Grant Fear, but I still don't understand why it's not Willie O'Ree, but, you know, whatever. Um, so, Eric, you are correct twice on that one. It, the correct answer is Grant Fear, but you are also correct on I can't understand also why it's not Willie O'Ree. Does he get bonus points then? Yes. He gets we, we don't want that makes people salty. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. Among this tennis greats accolades are Australian Open champion, Wimbledon champion, U.S. Open champion, four-time Davis Cup winner, and was posthumously awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by Bill Clinton. Wow. We will check mm-hmm. in. Edge, not Christian, has checked in. So, uh, Circuit City, you can talk this one out. Uh, I can't think of anybody else that would be other than Arthur Ashe. It's got to be. Yeah. So, let's just check in Arthur Ashe. And uh, Edge and not Christian, what did you say? Arthur Ashe. Yeah, correct. All right. Both teams, again, getting points. Correct answer is Arthur Ashe. So, you're theme-based answers so far are Grant Fuhr and Arthur Ashe. Question number three. Selected number 29 overall in the 2012 draft, this defensive player has spent his entire career with one team, was named first team All-Pro in 2017, and second team All-Pro in 2018. For those of you listening at home, you've already heard his name mentioned on this episode. I got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're, we're checked in. Wait, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Edge apparently is checked in. I don't know about not a Christian, but Edge <laughs> is checked in. Um, Circuit City, you can talk it out. Oh, it's listeners at home would have heard it. We haven't heard it. So it's going to be in one of those drops. The oh. audio drop for pre and post game is um, Harrison Smith. Harrison, yeah. Yeah, so let's check in with that. All right, and Edge, what did you say? Uh, yeah, same thing. I picked up on that pretty quickly that they would have already heard the name, So, and everything else fits as well, so Harrison Smith. Again, the correct answer is Harrison Smith. So your themed-based answers so far are Grant Fuhr, Arthur Ashe, and Harrison Smith. Question number four. 
After a seven-year NBA career with three teams, this consensus national college player of the year out of the ACC spent 2017 through 2020 playing for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants in the G League, as well as for three other teams in China. Okay, we'll check in. Edge, not Christian, have checked in. So Circuit City, talk it out. So if this guy would have come out in 2010, right, and had a seven-year NBA career. Okay. And then, or maybe, yeah, in 2010 or or 2009, right? He had a seven-year career, then goes to Fort Wayne or whatever. So coming out of the ACC, somebody from 2009 or 2010, consensus player of the year. So somebody from Duke or UNC maybe at that time. Who's there? Grayson Allen or uh, – uh boy. Hansboro. Um, uh, not in I don't think he went to the G League. Um go ahead. <laughs> uh we went with Tyler Hansborough. All right. And Edge, not Christian, what did you say? Uh we also went with Tyler Hansborough. I don't remember him playing in the G League, but the Mad Ants I know are the Pacers, so it, it kind of made sense because he played for the mm-hmm. Pacers. So we also went with Tyler Hansborough. Once again, both teams are getting their points. Correct answer is Tyler Hansborough. Did spend three years, actually didn't spend three years playing with the G League. He spent three years playing in the G League and three teams in China. So, All right, our theme-based answers so far are Grant Fuhr, Arthur Ashe, Harrison Smith, Tyler Hansborough. Going into question number five. This three-time World Series champion and 2014 Sports Illustrated Male Athlete of the Year sits second among active players for home runs hit as a as a pitcher with 19. We can check in. Yeah. We can. Okay. Edge and not Christian's checked in. So Circuit City, you can talk it out again. Three-time champion. 14. Is that like when the Giants won three? Oh. Who's uh Madison Baumgartner? The SI yeah. male athlete of the year. Would would he have been? I don't know. He was. He was kind of lights out for that that stretch with the Giants. So sure. Has he hit a bunch of home runs? Maybe. I think so. Isn't he like a bull rider NL? too? Is he a what? A bull rider or something weird. I don't know. Maybe he's got like I think he's the one that's got like a weird like alien. Oh, and it, and it fits our it fits our idea. Okay. All right, we're gonna check in with Madison Baumgartner. All right, and uh, Edge, not Christian. What did you say? Yeah, yeah we, we kind of both had it real quick. I don't know if you're gonna accept Baumgartner, but we checked in with Madison Baumgartner. Yeah, I'll accept both of them. Or Mason um, Saund- Mason Saunders, if you prefer. I think that's his. Uh, isn't that his alias? It's something yeah. funny like it, that. It, yeah. it is. It is Mason Saunders. That is. That is correct. But yes, that is the correct answer. Both teams getting points for Madison Bumgarner. Um, so your theme-based answers are Grant Fuhr, Arthur Ashe, Harrison Smith, Tyler Hansborough, and Madison Bumgarner. I have received one team's guess. And um, 
Circuit City, if you'd like to give me a, a, a guess, then we can uh, make this official. So, Eric, do you want to just go for the whole thing? Do you think it's all the same? I, I no. I mean, if it's a theme for the game, it doesn't. It's not going to mean anything here. If there uh, is, unless... if there is a theme for this game, if there is, that answer is not the answer I'm looking for specifically. That's right. I know he wants something very specific. So I feel like okay. whatever we have isn't enough. Right. Okay. So it, I mean, they're all presidents. Everyone's what first name or president's last names. Right? Yes. And they're all in that like weird mid to late 1800s era. Right. Okay. First names of last names, presidents. That's what we'll go with. Mike, you good? Sure. So uh, you're, so for the record, you're saying all the answers, first names are the last name of a president. Okay. And um, Edge, not Christian, what did you all say for this? Yes, we, th- we said the same thing, um, that all of the first names of the answers to this round were matched last names of president, U.S. presidents. And we, I think we said it after, what, the second or third? They said it after the third. So Edge, not Christian, is getting 100 points, and Circuit City is getting 50 points. Of course, we had Ulysses Grant. We had Chester A. Arthur. We had Benjamin Orr. William Henry Harrison, we had John Tyler, and we had John Madison. All right, so after the third quarter, we have a change of the lead. Edge and not Christian has 475, and Circuit City has 435. And that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up, This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. As you have, um, as both teams have seen by now, Mm -hmm. and as I'm sure everyone else has seen, this day after President's Day, we had a presidential theme to this game, where all of the answers have been President's names, um, all the way up through... uh, Judd Trump in the first uh, in the coin flips. So your your categories are going to be presidential awards, presidential history, presidential athletes, and presidential fashion. Presidential awards is going to be an NHL question. Presidential history, baseball, presidential athletes, college football presidential fashion all around all around so that's definitely a a, a taft question got it well, mutton chops that's the big store now it's time for the teams to place their wagers now that the wagers are in on to the questions question number one in presidential awards who was the last team to win the nhl's president's trophy in back-to-back seasons all right, we're we're gonna check in. Oh, let no. you guys. All right, Circuit City has Circuit City has checked in and jinxed the uh, the team that uh, Eric cheers for. Let's uh, <laughs> move on to uh, Edge versus Christian. You can talk it out, Edge and Christian. Edge versus Christian. Well, if I didn't, whatever you I are, didn't, talk it. If out. I didn't know before, the President's Trophy uh, is uh, is the team that finishes the season with the most points. 
And oh. I think I think what Ede was alluding to was the fact that the Avalanche had it last year and have a shot to win it this year, mm-hmm. assuming they don't fall apart and the Carolina Hurricanes win it. Um, but he's shaking Which his head at me. Know. All right, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to trash talk hockey, but I think the Hurricanes are good. Uh, so I know the Lightning won it at least once in there. I feel like the Blue that would make sense. Won it. I. I so I think, but I'm not sure, and be consistent with the rest of the game in a weird way, that the answer might be the Capitals. That's so I initially I thought Capitals. That was So in the mid in the mid teens, they were good. Right, right. Uh, and I think they and 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 I feel like somewhere there were a division rival or I don't know, for some reason I as a Hurricanes fan and not much of a hockey fan, I hated them. And I, I feel like it's because it always seemed like they're beating the Hurricanes. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're gonna check in with the Capitals for sixty one points. Roger Maris. Right. And Circuit City, what did you say? It's the Capitals. <laughs> it's, it's the Capitals. Points? Uh, points. Um, 100. It's a hockey question, David. You can assume it's 100. I know. I just needed to hear officially. All right. Both teams are getting their points. The correct answer is the Washington Capitals. Um, and that had nothing to do with the theme. I just so happened to have written a different question before I realized that Eric Ede was playing in this game and asked, was going to ask who currently holds the president's trophy. Mm. Um, however, that would have been an instigate as opposed to a two-second had to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Question number two in presidential history. In 1910, here's your William Howard Taft part. In 1910, William Howard Taft became the first president to throw out the ceremonial first pitch when he did so at National Park in Washington, D.C. He threw this pitch not to the catcher, but to the starting pitcher. Who caught this historic first pitch? Oh, David, you were there, so I I assume. I couldn't get in. Uh, well, you have no problem breaking into places. We know that. But I Matt will was, check. We know Matt was there. Oh, that's right. Um, so, so without permission from my uh, from my partner, I'm going to check in. Not a Christian has checked in. This is like when Christian went solo and went to you know Impact Wrestling. So, a Circuit City pickup basketball team. You can talk this one out. Uh, boy, um, who's that stupid pitcher? I figured. Uh. Who's that stupid pitcher? <laughs> I'm in it. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Madison Baumgartner is that what you're looking for? I'm in that uh, Stratomatic League with Walling, and um, I've learned quite a bit of old stupid pitchers' names. Um, so we need a stupid pitcher from from 1910. 1910. Uh, who, who, I'm just gonna. Who's old? Honus Wagner. Um, I don't even know if he was a pitcher. Walter Johnson. He's an old pitcher. He he caught he had a very he was he was one of the higher pitchers in the ranking system. So let's go with Walter in the ranking system. It sounds good to me. Well, it's not like because everybody's given like a salary, and from like nineteen ten, yeah. he was like one point eight million, and I'm like, oh, cool. I'll do this if it's with basketball. I want a football one so bad, but anyway. yeah. All right, All right we're so- gonna. Check in with um, everyone's favorite, um, Heavy Johnson's younger brother, Walter Johnson. All right. And um, Chris, uh, not Christian, what did you say? We also said Walter Johnson, um, greatest pitcher of his time. Uh, and uh, 
retired, I think, is the number one strikeout leader, but now is barely in the top 10. If I remember right, I was looking at this stuff recently, but it is Walter Johnson. Yeah. For a hundo. For a hundred, sorry. Oh, sorry. We we also wagered a lot of points, <laughs> which is a hundred. And enough. both teams will be getting their 100 points. The correct answer is Walter Big Train Johnson. Ooh. Did he run um, a train ever? Yes, uh, out to the mound. They they laid tracks out to the mound. That's how we got out there. That would have been actually kind of cool. Back in the day when they used to actually have these the, the carts that would take the guys into the from the bullpen because they couldn't walk. I don't know if who remembers that. I don't know how far back that goes. They oh, I remember have... those. That was in the seventies okay. and eighties. Yeah, yeah, the seventies and eighties was a big thing. It would be in cool those cookie cutter train. stadiums. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that has been the old guy minute. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three in presidential athletes: Who is the only future U.S. president to have tackled a future Heisman Trophy winner in a college football game? You have this on tape, Dan? <laughs> he was there. <laughs> Let's go with it. Let's go with it. Right? It, it... I mean, why else would Washington cross the Delaware? I mean, oh, shoot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 was, he was trying to tackle Joe Flacco. <laughs> Listen. We will check in. All right. Circuit City's checked in. So, Edge and not Christian, you can talk it out. All right. So, All right. this is. Dave, David has a lot of a lot of interesting things here. Yeah, so this is what we've gotten. Got I, I I know Gerald Ford played football at Michigan, but for some reason I feel like he was an offensive lineman. Of course, that would not preclude him from tacking, tackling a Heisman Trophy winner. Right. So then I point. said, did maybe he tackle someone on like an interception? Sure. Or I mean, so, he could have been playing special teams, or he could have. I mean, who who sure. all knows, right? So the the other guys I could think of that may have played football would be somebody like Ray, Reagan. I could have played football. Yeah, but I think, but he went to a D three school, I think, and so did Nixon. Um, I know that I know that uh, JFK was pretty famous for playing football on the on the White House lawn with all the Kennedys. But right, uh, no, but, he he wouldn't be he wouldn't be tackling that pretty face. He can't mess that up. He wouldn't he wouldn't have been tackling. He, he was tackling something. <laughs> <laughs> Plus the, the, the timing. The t- I'm going to try to ignore the distraction. That yeah, I mean. Well, the, I mean, Ford makes sense too at Michigan, right? Because you're playing against teams that are likely going to have Heisman Trophy winners, right? Right. Notre Dame. In, no, you're not wrong. But bearing in mind that as far back as some of these guys go, the Heisman Trophy winners were going to the armies and the you know, that kind of thing. So, I yeah. still think Ford is the obvious answer. Um, I can't for the life of me think of who the Heisman Trophy winner he would have tackled is. Yeah. So I, I say we do it. Okay, we're going to check in for 100 points, Gerald Ford. Okay. And Circuit City, uh, what did you check in with and for how many points? Yeah, we had the exact same logic. Um, you know, I said Ford at Michigan, he's the most prominent football player of the presidents, I think. And then, yeah, being at Michigan, he's going to play probably, you know, more elite competition. And then we we're just trying to do some Heisman math thinking, okay, he must have played in the 20s or 30s. So, um, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't know who he played against, but it's got to be that, that was our best guess. So our correct answer is Gerald Ford in a Michigan versus University of Chicago game. Nice. He tackled Jay Berwanger, the very first, <laughs> the first. of the nice. Heisman Trophy. Did he play O-line? Um, no. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Oh. A lot of well, that he, was if both, you played ways. both If you played that both did. ways, he probably did. But yeah. yeah. Exactly. 
I, I do. Yeah, that's right. I remember Ford goes both ways. I remember when that came out. I yeah. always thought I always thought that he was that he Bush was a, goes in both fact ways a, too. Right, easy. <laughs> I always thought that Ford was in fact the center. That's what I that's what I remembered him being. But all right. So going into the fourth question, we do have a very very tight game. We have Edge and not Christian with 736 and Circuit City with 735, which means, of course, it's anyone's game. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Question number four in presidential fashion. In 1984, Ronald Reagan was presented a jersey by Willie Mays after speaking to campaign workers at the White House. The jersey sported the number one and had what name emblazoned on the back? All right, we are going to check in. Nice. All right, Edge and not Christian has checked in. So Circuit City, you can tell me what you're thinking. Yeah, I can picture this. He's got a, a jersey that says, you know, Gipper and number one underneath it. So we're checking in with Gipper for 100 points. All right. And Edge and not Christian, what did you say? Same thing. Gipper. Number one. Win one for us. That's right. And once again, both teams are getting the points. The correct answer was Gipper after George Gipp, the player that he played in the uh, that classic movie. What was that? The uh, I can't. What was the, what was the movie called? It was the, the New, Notre Dame Rock, movie. New Rocky, Rocky All-American. All-American. Yes. Yep. Yes. And that is correct. Win one for the Gipper. Gipper Jones. And our game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. With 835 points, Circuit City. And with 836 points, our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Wade Wilson Award is Edge and not a Christian. All right, so... Anything you guys would like to say before we call this a night? Sure, we'll I'll go. With, we'll, we're, I was going to say we're going to start with our guest, uh, yeah. Michael. What do you what do you what do you have to say? Oh, same as always. This is <laughs> always a blast, guys. This is so much fun. Um, I wasn't even paying attention to the score. How did that, how did that odd number come up? Like, how do we get a a one point difference? Our wagers. They, they wagered sixty one on the first we, one. We bet ah. just enough. We bet just enough to cover. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, well, well done. Well played. Um, but yeah, you know, either way, win or lose, it's always a good time. It's always a good time. Oh. See, this is why he's not the oldest guy on the podcast, because he knows that song. Owl City. Owl City and Carly Ray. Carly Ray. All right, Eric, anything <laughs> for you? <laughs> not after that. No, um, thanks, Mike. Um, we appreciate your support. Because uh, you are a patron, so I want to thank you guys, thank you for that, and thank all our patrons. But anytime Mike comes on, I feel like I have to be here because it's always fun hanging out. So this is my first time playing, um, being on the show with Mike, and you were right; it was a great time. Thank you, Mike, for coming on. We really appreciate it here. Scott, David, I, I'm going to go first. I'll let David. You know, you guys have your love fest uh, after this, but I mean, he loves your games, and yeah. Anyways. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Mike, it's always fun hanging out with you. Um, I've been on most of the games with you, and it, it's always 
as Dan would allude to, it's always a good time. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. Um, do want to point out a couple of things here. David and I, this is the second time we've teamed up. We've thrown a no-hitter both times. So that's pretty cool. Must be the birthday twins thing. Um, we just don't get questions wrong when we play together. Um, and Eric just has trouble beating me in games. I don't know what's going on here. Um, you know, regular structured bench warmer games, not home court advantages, of oh, course. I said, is that a challenge? One on one? I'm just saying <laughs> that it seems like you have trouble beating me in, in one traditional v. bench one warmer in the games. Future, let's do it. And you know who can be? Or it's going to be one v one v one. And Jake Manny, you think I forgot, Jake? <laughs> Let's go. Oh, I'm in as long as I don't finish last. <laughs> so it'll be Jake and I fighting for last place. Um, and also, you know, David, this this score total puts us in the top five now for for the record. So I'll take that as well. And I'll throw it over to David now so he can continue to kiss your ass. Is Bush. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to both disappoint and surprise everyone. I'm going to thank Mike and I'm going to tell you, Dan, good riddance. I think your game sucked. <laughs> no, I thought I thought it was great. I you know that I love the sort of sports and history crossover questions. And you, you had a lot of those in there, especially in the fourth quarter um, between Walter Johnson, Gerald Ford and the Gipper. Um, I thought I thought it was a. Uh, it was, it was a great game. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think Scott and I play well together because we complement each other well. I mean, the stuff that I'm coolest on, as soon as you say NFL draft and a particular number, I'm like, I'm lost. And Scott's already typing the answers. But, uh, but we, I think we complement each other well. So great playing with Scott. And Mike, yeah, I'll echo what everybody else said. It was, it was great. Come back anytime because it's, it's fun he, to have guests will. on. Okay, well, good. We're playing against you. What's going on? on? We got, we're, we're playing another game right now. Let's just let's just pull the all lighter. Yeah, let's go. Well, it's, hey, hey, it's it's a great game for uh, for for bench warmers. Let's play two. That's what I. So, I, I just so happen to have one. Let's let's play another one. All right, let's do it. Um, no, it was it was great. Thanks to everybody for playing because I thought it was a really fun game. Good time. All right. Well, uh, for Mike, for Eric, for Scott, for David, I'm Dan. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball! Yes! Yes! Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night! That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. You know, it's the uh, Crocodile Hunter's birthday today. It would have been 60. Wow. Am I right off that? I don't even know. I just, I literally, I'm, I'm, I think I'm right. Steve Irwin? I mean, I, I, he could have been about 60 about now. No, that's well, right. How have we not done a Steve Irwin R. Scheister pre and post? <laughs> <laughs> is, is crocodile hunting a sport? Why not? <laughs> I mean, God, if smoking meth yeah. is a sport, but, then... I think you can stop the recording, David. Uh, yes, thank you. Sorry. It might be in your best interest. And everyone smoke meth. Front to back. Do math.